Ah, the sounds of nature. It's beautiful. Just sitting in the backyard here at the fish tank in our beautiful palatial estate here in Hollywood, California. As everyone knows, that's where we broadcast from. Hollywood, California, Texas, Canada. All of those at once. Anywho, you're about to listen to another amazing, splendiferous episode of The Fish Tank. And what are these people doing out here? Why do people got to be like that so loud? Anywho, you're about to listen to an awesome episode of The Fish Tank. I just wanted to say, this one has a ton of spoilers concerning the comic book series and film Scott Pilgrim. So if you're uh, planning on watching the movie, if you haven't seen it, reading the books, if you haven't read it, um, don't listen to this because we just kind of give away everything. And uh, But if you have, then this should be a very cool show for you. So sit back and enjoy the sounds of the fish tank. If you know what this song's from, then you know you're hip. <laughs> then you're hip. Then you're in the know, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know what that song's from. What's it from? It's from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Versus. Good movie. Really good comic series. Mm-hmm. 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 I have to agree with both of you. Yeah. Both of those statements. Yeah. Both of those statements. You have because, to. I mean, because yours was factual. Mine was factual. <laughs> and yours is an opinion that I agree with. I thought it was Hansel. interesting. I'm that pointing at Hansel <laughs> for all you unvisual <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that I say verse and you say verses. I say verses? Yeah, I was like Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and you said Scott Pilgrim versus the world. But you said verse. Yeah, I said verse. I think I'm wrong. I think I've learned. What is say. the difference? What were you verse? saying? Yeah. In verses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Verse. It is two different words. Like it's yeah. way different. A verse is like in a song. Yeah. Me versus you, I feel like is, I don't know. Versus. The verses. Well, <laughs> so Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, so I guess I got to ask, what, Menard, what, you, what was your favorite scene? Yeah, you from? just finished reading it, right? Yeah. I just finished reading all, all six of the graphic novels. You've never seven. read it before? Never read Isn't there scene. seven? No, there's six. There's six. There's one. I thought I there was read another seven one. also. They're advertising oh, okay. called Lost at Sea. Oh, I have that one. Oh, you have it? Yeah, oh, I actually own it. I do own that one. Is it good? It is. It's um, it's pretty good. It has a lot of the same like uh, overtones and stuff, like with uh, you know, um, youth and uh, becoming an adult. That whole idea. What do you mean? That's O'Malley's other project. Yeah, it was just before he before he did uh, Scott Pilgrim. Brian oh, okay. O'Malley, the uh, creator. Of Scott Pilgrim versus the World, right. creator writer. It's a create your own book, meaning that he wrote and drew it. Yeah. So, it, I mean, that's I create your own books are really impressive to me, especially ones with such good art and writing as Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Really, this, really entertaining to read. Super funny. Super funny, and the like. Like he he knows 
comic book storytelling so well yeah. because he's able to he the art <laughs> art is is a is a uh, a tool like he uses he uses art itself like the pictures to convey comedy or to convey emotion but then he also has amazing dialogue really funny stuff it, it's his characters are really really well I was gonna say really animated but um, that's obvious because they're drawn but they their expressions are so obvious every time in in the books like not as much as they're not as subtle. Even when they try to be subtle, it's not very subtle at all. Well, there's one part um, in one of the books where he, Scott Pilgrim has a Ramona's phone, and she comes home after work. Oh, I remember that and one. He's, she's like, were you playing you know, games on my phone all day? And he's like, no, but like it's got like an editorial note where it's like, yes. I like that one because the whole cell, uh, the entire thing takes place in one page. <laughs> but... It She's starts with her leaving to go to work, and then in the, at the end of the page, it's her coming home, and he's in the exact same position looking at her phone <laughs> the entire time because it's during the... Uh, this cracks me up. I'm sorry. The back cover of the first book has a picture of, like, a, of Brian Lee O'Malley himself. Yeah, and it's, like, it's got a... It says, loved by animals. Like, that's his description <laughs> of himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a really funny guy. He, this is like a really cool... like. Like uh, he almost looks like he should belong in the the show Trigon or something. Yeah, totally. Hmm. He's got this long scarf on and a Canadian patch, and then a satchel. Yeah, a satchel. Satchel, total, uh, totally hipster. Finally, O'Malley is a un, uh, unabashed hipster kid. Huh. Although he is um, Canadian Asian, people don't realize yeah, he that looks from his Asian. He is Asian. Yeah. He's he's part I believe can't Japanese you tell O'Malley from his you know self yeah can't you tell by his last name O'Malley I mean there's a Lee in there <laughs> yeah. yeah all his O'Malley all the signs were there I wanted to it really was he, I noticed he has um like playlists in the back of all the books that I want to like actually the, yeah the playlists are what apparently what he was listening yeah. to as he um, wrote the books and there's a bunch of uh, manga he recommends that I've never heard of I've heard of a few of them. Liquid ones. I've heard of Berserk and Death Note, which are both awesome. I've never. I, I tried to get into Death Note at one point. The um, I know the the storyline about how an Ichigami, a death spirit, loses his notebook on Earth, in which you write Shinigami. The name, a Shinigami. Shinigami. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uses loses yeah. death. It's Death Note, which is like a notebook. book. Yeah. yeah. That it uh, writes the names of the people it once dead <laughs> inside of it, and it loses it in Earth, so like a human finds it, and that's pretty yeah. much he does it where on it starts. For fun. Okay, yeah. <laughs> see, they don't explain that right at the beginning, though. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, the people I, just. I think I read. I, didn't, I don't think I read any of that one, but I think I watched some of those. Uh, the original, uh, the animes when they first yeah. came out, but I didn't like the art. The art reminded me too much of like a like a girl show. I don't know, huh. like. It was real. Uh, it reminded me of this one called uh, Clover, which was a, a comic, which was really, really like it was just super girly, and I was not a fan of it in any know. way. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of uh, Scott Pilgrim versus um, everything? My favorite part. I like some of the fight scenes in the movies better than the uh, better than the, the book. Well, yeah, I they oh. translated a lot well, better. I really wish we saw the robot though. The robot, or at least, uh, like oh, the robots the robot. from the comic book. Yeah, although I don't know how they would have fit it in, but it, if they were to ever like ex- do an extended movie, did you read that one recently? Like with the robot? Yeah, the that the the fifth book, which no, is, yeah, the okay, so 
for anyone who doesn't know, the uh, robots are um, the Japanese the, twins. Yeah, the Japanese the Katsunagi, the Katsunagi twins. Mm, yeah. It's their it's what they use to fight Scott in twice, three times, three times, yeah, three times in the bigger. books. Yeah, but but in the movie, it's it, they do it differently, where they battle uh, stage to stage. They do the amp amp twin dragons. It makes sense to me. The twin dragon. Well, I mean, in the the very first, the um, Scott Pilgrim versus the what's the fifth book called? Scott Pilgrim versus, versus the, universe. the universe. The very first opening, or one of the first opening things. Oh, it is Twin Dragon. Is a yeah. Twin Dragon Scott Pilgrim versus the Universe? I like how it's like, so, turn the page now. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so the, this is great. So I mean, they were pretty. He was aware of because the thing that a lot of people don't know also is that the movie and the books were being written at the same time, being produced at the same time. So they borrowed a lot of the same jokes and borrowed a lot of the same ideas and stuff. Yeah. But the books are, of course, a lot more expansive on the story. Some of the some of the jokes in the movie I was waiting for reading the books, and I never got them. They, did you, yeah, did yeah, you get the one the, where the chow knives. there's there's so much? Yeah, chow uh, knives. When chow knives meets uh, knives chow, chow. chow. knives chow. chow sorry, he yeah, when he goes chow chow. Oh yeah, yeah chow knives. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a movie at the end. That's a movie Easter egg. Oh really? Yeah, it's only in the movie. It's not in the books. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one uh, in in the movie that they also do in the books where. Um, there, they ask in the book. They ask Scott how he met Knives Chow, and she says oh, I know he starts telling the story how he was on the bus. He's on the bus, and his mom is like hassling her, and she drops him. She drops like her books and or something, and Scott he helps her down pick, to pick it up. Pick it up, and in the movie, and that's it. That's yeah, that's and, the whole story. That, that's the whole story. That's and how then, they uh, met. Who's it? Uh, Kim, Kim Pine. Kim Pine looks at Scott and goes. Is that is that seriously how the story ends, or something like yeah, that? Like in that capacity, is that seriously the end of the story? And then in the movie, Scott's sister asks Knives Chow how she met Scott. She's like, "Well, this one time, me and my mom." And that's when she pauses and looks at the stage, and they start playing. So she fr- flips out and faints. And then, but when she looks over at the stage, that's when uh, Ramona Ramona says, "Is that seriously the end of the story?" Yeah, like they they <laughs> yeah. transpose the line to someone right. else because they like the way that oh, the man. joke played out so much. I love that. But but the thing is, it's crazy about that is that the joke is similar is similar but different. Like you know, Knives is distracted by the band while with Scott, it's yeah, literally the end of the story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's it, and it, but it's funny because it works with both of their characters. You know, Scott would tell a story that boring and yeah. end it like that and just be like, "That's the end." But and <laughs> Knives would be distracted by a band playing. Because she's all geeking out. She got in love with those yeah. characters, yeah. That's great. Also, the the beginning joke where she's like, where Scott says, promise me you'll be good. And she's like, yeah. I'll be good. No, seriously. She's like, am I normally not? Yeah. That whole thing. He actually, in the comic, he walks up to to the house with her. Yeah. And and he asked her like that outside. And then uh, Stephen... Stills? Steven Stills. Yeah, yeah his Steven whole name. Stills. Steven Stills. Yeah, his he, whole name. He's like, what are you hassling her about? And he's like... She made me promise I'd be good. Like he's a Stephen still is aware that he told him mm-hmm. uh, uh, that whole thing, and he doesn't mention anything about her geeking out or. But that's that's also where she falls in love with or the band. Yeah, that same scene uh, where they're in the club, what the first show, mm-hmm. and uh, Crash and the boys are playing, yeah. and they're the girl drummer, and he's like, "Is that girl a boy too?" Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, he is. That's so good. I love oh, I love that the. When Kim Pine sees that, what they have a girl drummer too? Oh, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? I love that. And then I love she how does the same pose. Can you hand me the first one? I love how they. Uh, yeah. So for anyone who's listening, we have all all six books on uh, on the table right now as we're talking about them. But I love how um, 
Kim Pine. She's just a. Uh, oh no, I love how Crash and the Boys die. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the movie, and they never address it. They just kind of get killed like immediately after they play their their badass song. Yeah, he accidentally that, shoots him with a fireball. The thing that I the thing that I love about Scott Pilgrim the movie is that versus the books because the books are a uh, a visual you know reading there's mm-hmm. really no there's no audio attached and so lengthy and so I love the movie because they captured the music so oh, perfectly yeah, well like they captured it so the the, oh, the whole you tone about um, how you can actually there's a song in the first book that you can play like he put the chords yeah, in. He, yeah he put the chords he, he in actually wrote the, the so song good. out. He wrote this. He writes the song out with the chords and the lyrics and like and and the the tempo. It's like a simple four four song, I think, with three chords, two or three chords. But uh, there's a couple people that have tried to transpose it actually. Oh yeah. And then put it on YouTube. You want to try check it out? Yeah, let's check it out. Okay, let's... let me see if I can find one real quick. From that first song where they're playing at their first practice, where Knives is at, right? Yeah, it's the, it's the song. The the song in the movie that they play. Is um is called We Are Sex Bomb, which was the song that you heard that introed us. Okay. Which was that was the song in the movie that Beck wrote, but the song in the actual uh, was it uh, the song in the actual book is called Launchpad McQuack, and yeah. it's and it's uh, based on uh, is it Ducktales? It's the guy who had the big scarf on, and he uh, he had, he was the aviator, and his name was Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> Here. Well, that's going. This scene happens in the. So wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. rewind. Yeah, so that, this is that a that scene happens in the movie too. Also in the which book. one was that? Where um, oh, yeah, is that girl a boy? where yeah, he's like, is that girl is that girl a boy too? And she like flicks him off. Oh yeah. But also movie. when he's like, hey, what's what's the the boy his uh, Scott's sister's well, boyfriend's uh, name? Wait, what's Scott? Jimmy. Huh? Jimmy? He's like, he's hey, like hey, Jimmy, do they suck, they or, suck or rock? <laughs> they have not started playing yet. They yeah. have not started playing. <laughs> that's, that's in the... True uh, question. Yeah. You, got, you passed, Jimmy. Yeah, you I passed, know. Jimmy. <laughs> All that stuff is hilarious. And, it, and it, Yeah, that, that was in the books. Oh, man. And the thing about the first book is the first book was the one that he wrote without any help from anyone. Yeah. Like, he wrote it completely independent. The movie yeah, had just not been Yeah, just trying to launch yet. it. And so that first book really is just, like, full of Brian Lee O'Malley's, like, pure genius. Okay, so here's a uh, here's a rendition of Launchpad McQuack that someone took the actual chords out of the first book and wrote their uh, a song. This is nothing like how I would have expected it to sound like. You know, I think uh, the sort of guitars. This is like a hipster version of the song, I think. I think they were going for more of a grunge version. There's a little flat. Just slowly fade this out. Don't look that song up. Don't don't, don't give that. Don't give them hits. I like this. They already have 134,000. Well, the way they all dance. Yeah. Oh, in the first in the in the movie, that first fight where he fights uh, Patel. Yeah. Um, he ends up just killing all the e- evil ladies himself. But in this one, like they team up and they're all like they're yeah, all, like fighting. It's cool. They all fight with him. That's the best part. Here's another one. This yeah. seems more appropriate. This one only has 86,000 hits. Go find this one. <laughs> this is by New England. Wait, I don't know who this is by. Well, we haven't even heard it yet. It might not. Yeah, it might not. It sounds better, though. He's going to start screaming. The other one was really acoustic, right? Yeah, the other one is acoustic with a girl singing. I don't like it anymore. 
I feel like Beck uh, kind of already yeah. defined what it sounds like. He kind of ruined it for everyone else. Yeah, I feel like these people are like... Oh, yeah, the studio audience when they kiss and they're all... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the <laughs> yeah. studio audience. Studio audience. Oh. That exist in the books. It's awesome. Yeah, they're pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, I feel like Beck just defined the music the too well that no one can, like, beat it. Like, Thanks. I think Beck needs to transpose that song. Right, that'd be cool. Because then it would be actually uh, accurate. We should totally just email him. Hey. Mr. Beck. <laughs> Mr. Beck uh, isn't it, is Beck Sir, his last or first I no name? Clue. I feel like it would be his last name. It probably Beck. would be his last name. Maybe his name is Beck Bricklin. Also, also, because um, since the the books are so lengthy, you remember how he he fought for Kim Pine whenever they first started dating? Oh yeah, and and in the movie. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if he meant it as a joke, but he's like, yeah, and I had yeah, to fight some giant all. purple man, yeah. and I kicked his ass so hard he saw the curvature of the earth or whatever. Oh, that was in the book, That too. was in the book, yeah. yeah. yeah they like actually, the actual fight yeah. scene, and he's got to go like through the school, right? It, it's yeah, all he levels. fights through the school, and he fight. He, oh, he beats yeah, like 100 guys or yeah. something <laughs> like that. Yeah, that yeah. one's it's pretty, um, it's pretty involved. The books, they really... Uh, the books capture a, uh, a different tone, I feel like, than the movie, though. They're oh, definitely. Yeah. Because Especially between the characters. They, they, keep, they boil it down to what the main, um, the main dynamics were. In these books, mm-hmm. I think they, you really get the feeling that it's been a couple of years. Yeah, um, it takes over, place over yeah. a long and time. Especially since they came out over a couple of years. Especially, and with the uh, Katyanagi twins, yeah. they, it's a lot more le- lengthy. They actually, yeah. have, they actually say shit. Yeah, they actually books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually Besides the movie, where yeah, the just, Katsunaki twins. They're are important like an entire, characters. Yeah, they're an entire book to themselves. They're an entire book, and they they do a them. lot of uh, character development for Scott and Ramona. I yeah, think. they really do. Yeah. That's which is which is weird because they kind of they kind of pulled it off a little bit in the movie in the exact same time frame because that's when you know Scott and Ramona kind of have their first big fallout is right after the Katsunagi yeah. Yeah. Twins he's all like getting fight. worn out he's like I've been fighting like eight he gets dudes w- already he gets worn out and then he also drinks for the first time in the movie <laughs> like right afterward I yeah. remember that in the books he drinks too. gin and tonics he's like I thought you didn't drink he's like I drink sometimes, sometimes <laughs> yeah. every book he's drinking he always says I don't drink and then he drinks later yeah it's pretty great he gets all drunk and stupid it's awesome he gets drunk off of like and they always go to that pizza tonic. place yeah pizza pizza is that is what that it's called I feel like it's called pizza pizza I don't, I don't know. That seems like you've just been infected by viral marketing. With no, I'm, I'm, I just read the books a day ago, dude. <laughs> I mean, like uh, Little Caesars, you know, yeah. they do the pizza pizza thing. Another uh, thing that I really liked in the book that wasn't in the movie was the relationship between, um, what's the girl's name? The lesbian girl. The lesbian girlfriend. She hangs uh, around a lot longer yeah, in the yeah. comics. I like, they actually, her, her and Ramona go, go out and eat, and they all chit chat and shit. Yeah, I don't remember which one. What, is she in three? No, it's got to be the fourth one. Four. Yeah, I think she's in the fourth one. I don't remember her name, but she is... Um, oh, I forgot who they uh, got to play her in the movie, but she is, f- like, flawless. Like, the the, kid, yeah. the actor, the actress. <laughs> the one yeah. from... She was in Arrested Development as... Uh, yeah, no, that was such a great... That's my... I love saying that line. Or she... <laughs> what is, what is, how does it set up? Or she like, says, oh, I'd love to about postpone, darling, but I feel like I so think she gives them fancy, like. She just, like, yeah, does that double speak kind yeah. of fancy Where's that southern m- lingo. What, what movie's that from? What's that from? No, she goes, what's that from? My brain. Yeah. My brain. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But next you know, time, I'll be deadly serious next time. In the what? Movie. Never yeah. mind. Oh, just, yeah. like, runs away. <laughs> yeah, I totally remember that. 
Um, her weakness in the movie is her, the back of her knees. Yeah. And they totally just took that from uh, Envy. Envy Adams. That was in the book. Where oh, it was? Envy was attacking Ramona. And then Scott came and saved oh, her. Yeah. And touched her knee because uh, okay. they used to date. That's right. right. Oh, I didn't even remember but, that. But yeah. did Envy Adams, like, orgasm She did orgasm to death, to death. But she definitely just, like, curled up and smiled. Or Which whatever. is, like... The one thing, oh yeah, isn't some girl literally the right? one thing that I have like paused for in the movie because I'm like, hold on, this is a PG-13 movie where a girl <laughs> orgasms to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people understood what was happening while it was happening on screen when they saw it for the first time because I don't think I did. I think it took me a couple of scenes, to death and then I just, and then I finally I, I realized like wait. I, this is what's happening. Like, cause you know, like as she's dying, she's literally like crying out in ecstasy. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> Dude, edit that out. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and then it echoes for those of you who haven't. That was awesome. Echoes out. Dude, comedy gold oh, right there. Give me a sound drop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that catchphrase of the week. <laughs> the Nardog I'm orgasm. It. I'm gonna play it every once in a while. I don't sound like that. I just that was my impression. <laughs> that's how you sound. That was my that was my impression <laughs> of that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. That was awesome. You're welcome, everyone. Yeah. Uh, uh, here we go. Oh, she actually attacks him at night. Oh, you finally found her name. Yeah, well, what is oh it? Shit, hold on. No, not her name. He lost it. He doesn't know her name. Well, just still. the first time that he bumps into her. All you gotta do is look at the beginning of the book. They have like character. Yeah, what's the name? The, front. the thing I appreciated a lot about the movie was um, the large amount of practical effects mixed with uh, like computer generated um, and like animated effects that they did. Like one that one scene, the scene where Scott goes into the bathroom, and or he goes into his bath. He goes into his bathroom, and he, uh, and then like as he's coming out, it's a, uh, it's the school. It's changed into the school. The way they did that was they literally had the, uh, like the whole entire like, the school by. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, so I had to play this I'm, song. I'm so fucking excited for this oh, song. Oh shit! <laughs> so they had like this. They they Run literally the had a bunch of a whole wall of lockers right outside this bathroom. So he walks in, and they push the apartment wall out and they push this wall of lockers in and then he walks out of the bathroom and it's like the, he's gone to this that's fantastic. and this is the music that's playing I love it he has the p-bar and it goes down hmm. uh, yeah <laughs> that was a perfect yeah. that was a good noise that was that. that was a lot better than the first noise <laughs> yeah that was more yeah, accurate more accurate I don't know. I think the first one was pretty <laughs> accurate too. We'll find out. Well, people will look at the. We'll watch the movie. We encourage you all to watch the movie and then compare that scene to my yeah, interpretation. Overlay <laughs> the sound. You should uh, preferably you'll edit out the sound from the movie and just like put yeah. in <laughs> Menards. Just hit mute on your TV voice. and turn your your volume up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, that's good. So like. Okay, when you first read Scott Pilgrim, how long did it take you to get through it? I do not know. You know I read it for like maybe we're all a third six, of a semester because we're all I was, six books out when you first started reading it. Uh, no, I waited for the last one to come out. I pre-ordered the last one. Yeah. Was that when you started reading it? Right when you got that one in, you started reading all of them? Or did no, you I, them? I, I, you lent them. Well, Casares was telling me about it in uh, 
Sound class? What did I have him for? Script writing, because I sat right next to him. John Casares, a mutual friend of ours. And um, he he kept telling me about it, then you were telling me about it, and then he finally lent me the first one. So I, w- I would read the first one in the class I had with you before, or at least like cross paths with you. Read it, talked to John Casares about it, and it just made me go through the book a lot faster uh, that way, because I, I saw you guys every other day. So I would make sure I read a little bit because John would always ask me, hey, did you read more? What book are you on? And um, so I got through it, and I think I waited for the sixth one to come out. That's what it was. Before uh, you started reading them? Yeah, before I started reading them. And I read them, it was probably like a third of uh, the way through the semester. I remember my favorite my favorite scene now. What is it? Um, in the movie when uh, they go they go for that walk to go catch up with Wallace. Because he's stalking uh, Lucas Lee. Oh yeah, and uh, that the whole part where he shows up and he's like, "You, you dated him? Yeah, back in like the ninth grade. He was just some snot-nosed kid following me around. He had snot in his nose, but he's famous. <laughs> he's famous. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Scott Pilgrim. He's famous, and he talked to me. <laughs> he talked to me. <laughs> Can I have your bam punches in the face? Can I have your autograph, please? Like that, <laughs> yeah. that whole exchange is awesome. I love all the stunt levels. Yeah, I really felt like he. He was just mesmerized yeah. by by seeing Lucas Lee and like knowing Ramona, like knowing him through through a degree. I really believe that. I think that was yeah, that was my favorite scene. Cracks me up every time. I think everyone they they've all dated are all famous. <laughs> like they're somewhat famous. There's like yeah. the rock star girlfriend, and then like you know the bass player from the same man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also the, the movie, movie star. star. The uh, the movie the star. Guy, the, the, the record the mogul. Yeah, the record mogul. The record mogul. Then there's yeah, the, 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 there's just the, I guess the Katsunagi twins the, are famous yeah, somehow. Kind of famous, yeah. I mean they were they're a famous band in the movie, and I guess they're just famous assholes in yeah. the books. I don't remember. Um, but it's it's also weird. Like I was just thinking about the Katsunagi twins. It reminds me of uh, Julie, the character, yeah. who is played by um, I can't remember her name, but she's oh, in that uh, one girl from uh, yeah Parks and Recreation. She's Parks really good. She was also in. Portlandia. Uh, Audrey Plaza. Audrey Plaza. Is that her name? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So she, um, yeah, she's really good in the movie. But her character in the movie is a is a lot different from her character in the book because her character in the movie just seems like she's just kind of mean, but still like a friend. Like she's just a mean friend. But in the books, she seems like maniacal in ways. Yeah. Like she. She literally invites Scott over to her party oh, yeah. and then invites the Katyanagi twins also over just so they can beat up Scott. It's like, hey, uh, they're gonna, the robots are going to kick this guy's ass and the band's going to play. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that one guy, he's I all the like, band's pretty good. I heard about the band. <laughs> yeah, just genius little lines like that. Oh, but, he was wearing a suit in that. That was cool. He likes oh, cool Scott. Yeah. I, I love the beginning of that when they're at the uh, yeah. they're at the Dies de los Muertes or the Dies de los Muertes party, Dies de los Muertes party, and they're he's like I I don't believe I'm gonna say this but I think I hate themed parties now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't we just have one of these? And they're like, well, we had Halloween, so yeah. that's a freebie. But then we had <laughs> she's naming off like four other. Parties they had that the were all Batman themed. party, like it, it was like a Batman party. Like what the fuck? is Sweet, that? I don't remember that at all, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, totally. It was it was really funny just because it's just like it's such a relatable moment in life when you're like, I don't want to dress up yeah. again <laughs> just to go drink. <laughs> I don't want to wear a tie. I can't pick my favorite scene. There's a lot. There's a lot, like yeah. especially in the books. I like um, one of my favorite scenes in the books is probably the. Um, 
in the in the sixth book when uh so unlike in the movie uh Kim Pine moves away in That's the right. books and she goes back to I don't know remember where Vancouver or some some other up north Canadian town and um she goes back to live with her parents and Scott goes to visit her in the books and there's this part where they're talking and Scott says uh he says he's not ready to grow up yet oh, because yeah. she says like we're adults now like you have to grow up and he's like I'm not ready to grow up <laughs> and I always love like that scene just because it's like the first realization that Scott kind of gets that like, yeah, he's oh, like I'm an adult yeah. like it's not it's I can't just like skate by anymore mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you know the whole like turning point i feel like with his relationship it's that big it's almost the climax you know it's just about it's the oh that's right yeah bottom of the climax it and starts, it starts to, to rise uh, it starts to there. get yeah it starts to peak out mm-hmm. right there, almost well that's also when he tries to kiss kim pine oh, yeah. they try to uh, <laughs> he tries to reignite that one and she's just like what are you doing <laughs> in the movie i really like uh when he's trying to get into the club at the end and they're like password. He's like, ah. And they're like, yeah. all right, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> all right. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and then it comes back again. Your hair's stupid, and they just bust into yeah, coins. It kills all yeah, yeah. That was one of the greatest scenes of the movie. How they just all burst into coins every time he just like took took any of them out. Like it happens in the book. But it's so much cooler to see in the movie, oh, especially yeah. the ones that just like fall into shapes. like a, a human shapes. Human shapes just on the floor. You know. If you look closely, uh, one second, you can tell that. Um, oh wow, I didn't look at it like that. You can tell that those are actually not American coins; they're Canadian, like Canadian coins. They're specifically Canadian Most. coins, like because they're in Canada. But they, there's a specific word for them, like Canadian Canadian loonies or something. Loonies. I believe that's what they call them. That's hilarious. Like uh, it's the uh, Como in the books seems like a pretty chill dude. Como esta. Como? Is, is that what they call him? What Com- do they call him? They call him Como in the movies. I don't know how Como. to pronounce it. It's like Konu or Komu. Or well, he seems like super... He seems the guy pretty who cool knows in the movie. Everyone. But yeah, then, the guy who knows everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much I do. That guy. Yeah. Um, in the books, if you catch what he says whenever he's you first see him in the scene, he's kind of a dick. What does he say? Because he, the first time you meet him, he says... Yeah, so I told this band, or he's like, yeah, so I told them, yeah, you guys sound really good. You should really market your sound, your music to deaf people. <laughs> like right before Scott shows up, he's like, oh, hey, Scott, what's up? <laughs> and then again, later on, you see him at the, uh, is that the Chaos Theater? He at the end of the movie? Times, yeah. And he says, he talks about a band, he's, I think he says their first album was actually better than their first album. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what he's... What is he... In the movie, he says about the deaf thing, right? Was that what it is? I don't remember. What What the... I, no, the deaf. Deaf Are thing. Sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the deaf thing. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, from yeah, the yeah. movie? That's in the movie. That's not in the comics at all. Okay, yeah. Like, in the comics, he's, like, just super chill. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, you should totally... Like, it's always smiling, like, in the yeah. comics and everything. And the movie seems, like, too cool for school or something. At some points. I think that's how he's supposed to kind of come off. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, yeah, in the movie, yeah, probably. He's supposed to come comics. off as a know-it-all, you know? He knows everybody. Oh, I really liked how they, they changed the whole thing um, from the books um, where he meets her at the party and he tells that whole Pac-Man joke. Oh, yeah. But in the books, he's just like, am I dreaming right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what a cool pickup line. Like, in a, in a terrible, terrible Paku, way. Paku. It's like, hey, yeah. am, I, am, I, am I dreaming right now? <laughs> and it makes sense in the book because he dreams and he sees her in his dreams. He sees her, yeah. like, three times. Yeah. They explain it yeah. in the books. It's a lot different, but um, I just it's still really accurate. The first time he he's all, "Oh God, so alone!" Like, it, oh yeah, 
it's almost just shot for shot. Yeah, uh, a lot of it is. A lot of it, they um, he said can that we he make out. Does he like took pictures around Canada that, and he drew the comic and they use those same places for oh, the movie. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Badass. Like the uh, the Goodwill store and his house, the his apartment, house, certain benches and like streets. Yeah. yeah the house really where cool. he grew up also, which I love that that yeah. joke where he's like, "Do you want to see the?" Or they go to his apartment and he's like, like, "Come on, let's go." Hey, do you want to see the let's house where I grew up? And she's like, "Oh yeah, let's go." And he just like walks over to the sidewalk, yeah. and they look across the street. And he's like, "There it is! There it is! <laughs> it's right across the street from me." Oh, but you never meet his parents. Yeah, even well, though they're right across the street. In the book, they're on a vacation to Europe. That's that's the first I heard about the parents. For the whole know. time, not the whole time, but there's a, a a part. It's in the first book. Okay. Um, where I think the sister's like, ah, but something about mom, whatever the fuck she <laughs> mentions, the mom, and he's like, she's. I tried talking to her. They're vacationing in Europe right now. Just a real quick, like, yeah. that's that's what the parents are up to. And then they're like, the what are they story. doing? He's like, oh, probably gallivanting. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the word he uses is gallivanting. I love it. And uh, that whole thing where she's like, I've never even kissed a boy. Me and he's either. like, hey. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. That's from. It's that's in the comic as well. It is? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know that uh, I'm pretty sure that. Is that in the first comic? The first it's in the first comic. Okay. I feel like. Whatever. Anything else? Mm. We've only been going for 32 minutes. Have we? I really liked um, the third, the third evil ex-boyfriend. There was uh, the the vegan. And he had superpowers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the really vegan like superpowers guy. He like blasted through walls. He's like, "What the hell?" He's like, "Oh, don't you know Todd's a vegan?" And then he goes, "Oh, it's really not that big of a deal." <laughs> it cracks me up every time because anyone I, I tell people, "Hey, I'm a vegetarian," they're like, "Oh, really?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's not that big a deal." <laughs> The thing about Scott Pilgrim that everyone always, like, you're reading it, and you're like, man, I'm relating to these characters. Oh, they're superpowers all of a sudden. There's, like... The vegan police. There's a crazy, like, bit of it where there's, like, yeah, crazy doors that lead to to space, and uh, people chop through uh, buses. buses. Punching the highlights out of her hair. Stuff, yeah, the crazy stuff like that where it's just, like, wait a second. This is not reality. (laughs) This is, like, a total cartoon world that exists. It's awesome. There's, yeah, the uh, the punching the highlights out of the hair. Um, apparently, that line is what I forgot that actor's name, but the actor that plays Young Neil. Young uh, Neil. That's what got him the part. Was oh, really? that he did a uh, <laughs> he did a tape recording of him doing like that scene and the way he said, "You punched the highlights out of her hair." <laughs> like they loved it so much that they had to hire him. Nice. <laughs> you punched the highlights. I've kissed out the of lips that kissed you. Oh yeah, yeah. looking chow. The uh, the emoticon face right before that. Yeah, I like that they only did that once. That was pretty good, pretty pretty genius. Because I was expecting it more. Yeah. The thing, uh, a friend of mine, he told me that before the movie came out, because we were big big fans of the comic book, um, that they were going to be doing the onomatopoeia stuff throughout, like with the oh, um, the rings and the knock ding dong. Yeah, yeah, they were going to be, yeah, yeah. exactly, like, they were going to have the words, mm-hmm. like, in the screen, and I was really annoyed by that when I first heard it, and I thought that was going to be terrible, but, I mean, realistically, when you watch the movie, you, you get over it immediately, almost, and you mm-hmm. just co- completely forget about it, and then it just becomes a part of the world. Oh, you know what I do love? Um, when uh, his roommate Wallace comes in, he's like, yes, he's drunk, and he throws <laughs> the keys right <laughs> at his head. <laughs> they should break up bed. with their fake high school girlfriend. Yeah. And then he's like... What's that? He tells her, oh, I'm dating a high school girlfriend, and he falls asleep, and then his sister calls him, you're dating a high school girl? And yeah. he's like, how'd you know? How do you he's know? like, Wallace told me, he's fucking asleep. He's right already asleep. To me. And they do that, that phone <laughs> reveal. Do that? Yeah. 
They do the yeah. phone reveal. It's so great that he's got a he, he's dead asleep, but he has a phone right next to him like, texting. Text it. Yeah, it was great. So I saw this girl at a party. Mm. Or at the library. Mm. Girl, can we pretend we're talking about a guy? <laughs> and then hey, there he is. Oh, and then hey, there she is. Um, hey, there he is. Yeah. Also in the comic. I love the uh, the gag where he hits him in the head with the keys. Um, apparently that was not planned. Yeah. But uh, what's his name? What's his nuts? The uh, actor. The actor. I can't remember his name. He's one Culkin? of the yeah one of the Col- Kieran Culkin. He uh, he apparently just like purposely did it uh, the first or a couple times, <laughs> and they just liked it so much they kept doing it. And and Michael uh, Sarah Michael Sarah was just like. Like, yeah, it hurt, but I knew it was funny. So I just <laughs> nice. let him kept hitting me in the back of the head with keys until he got it right. But, yeah, I mean, even in the comic book, the hitting in the back of the head. He like slaps his arm and the keys yeah. fly. It's great. The, the hitting him in the back of the head isn't in the comic book, but the whole, like, running in yeah. and yelling, like, guess who's drunk, and then passing out right next yeah. to him is. Yeah, that whole bit's in there. And the fact that they, they share a bed. Yeah. Oh, and that poster, that shitty poster he has of like girls making out is like this. They have it like scanned into the comics somehow. He didn't even draw it in. Yeah, scanned. <laughs> yeah, nice. I love the um, the introduction of Lucas Lee, the uh, the famous boyfriend. Hey, Bucko. Yeah. yeah. No, no. When they uh, when they introduce him through the commercial for yeah, his that's movie. What I mean. yeah. yeah, it's like listen up, Bucko. He, he he's limping. He's yeah. limping on his right <laughs> leg. And then he takes his right leg and kicks a door with it. <laughs> like, isn't that the leg that's hurt? And he's like, no, I'm just that much of a badass. Oh, that's so funny. The only thing keeping me and her apart are two minutes it's going to take to kick your ass. <laughs> he rides oh, in on the skateboard. The whole time the director's person. talking, you hear the director like in the, in the background. He rides in, he's just slowly like, Epically just rolls on on a skateboard, jumps off, and he's like, and action. Like, cuts him off. Yeah. But the uh, whole he time says throughout, action. you hear the director like, let's get this thing going on, blah, 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 blah. Like, in the background, he's talking, 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 just gets interrupted right then. It's awesome. Um, according to, well, not a, I mean, it's not like according to anyone. It's a fact, but I heard it from uh, Edgar Wright. That director is actually a uh, famous Canadian director for, like, cult films. Like, he's a famous oh, really? cult Canadian film director. Nice. Yeah. So they threw him in as the director for, like, it's an Easter egg type, type oh. of thing. Did you guys ever play the video game? Based yes, I did. On it. It's the, really the PS3 yeah. uh, store. The four-player one. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah I never played it. You upgrades and stuff and learn moves. Is it, uh, is it follow the same story, or is it, like, completely different? Or it's not really. It's like the, uh, the Ninja Turtles or, like, that X-Men yeah. multiplayer game. They're, they they feel the same. Like, I feel like I'm playing yeah. the exact same game. Yeah. Or the Simpsons um, yeah. The Simpsons one. Yeah, yeah. Older, old yeah, arcade, arcade games. games. It's, it's one of those, exactly like, scrolling, like. side-scrolling, like, With really fighter. badass music. Yeah. You just hit A and B and punch and yeah. everything. A and B, and then A and B at the like, same time. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly <laughs> tapping over and over. You know? Yeah. Punching shit. Tap, tap, tap. And then you get to really use the subspace doors in that game. And oh, yeah? You can punch flying pigs, and they give you more coins. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. And then you can uh, you can fight the um, one of the one of the bandmates from Clash of Demon Head. You get to fight with the girl her with, the with, with the bionic arm. arm and stuff. Yeah, which is not in the movie at all. It, apparently, they did do some stuff for that oh, in the really? movie. If you look, if you look at her, if you like pause it and like yeah. look at her whenever she's in the in the shots, she has like a bandaged arm, or she has a bandaged arm on stage. 
that kind of stuff. Like, they were going to get into her bionic arm, but they just didn't have time because they decided to extend out the vegan thing to, like... Which was fun. That is, a, fun. In, that is a really long fight that yeah. those, they have. It's like a five the to ten minute long really cool. fight. I really like the base battle. Someone wants to. Yeah, from, from <laughs> like, actually, from, like, flying through walls to having the base battle to, like, the, flying in the air, being in the uh, the alleyway. Yeah. Those are my favorite uh, Brendan Roth um, movies are the ones where he's not even the main character. He's just playing, like, some... Yeah, I have to like, agree. Like Brandon Roth is better as like a, a side character, yeah. not even like a supporting, not like a real supporting nope. role. More of like just like a cameo, cameo character. Like, I liked him in a. It was a Zach and Miri make a porno, <laughs> when he plays the uh, the gay football player. Well, yeah, he play he plays this like guy who comes back who used to be a jock, but now he's gay, but hasn't really come out to the school. Oh, but he yeah. brings his boyfriend with him, who's played by Justin Long, yeah, who's like super a porno. super. Yeah, super flaming gay porn star. <laughs> and, yeah, that is like, and that is, and that's probably Justin Long, one of my favorite Justin Long <laughs> roles. He's, he's awesome. He's just hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. he's just a funny guy when he can just be let loose and doesn't have to be the straight man. Well, when he doesn't have to be the, like that nerdy, yeah, you know, yeah, the guy from Waiting. Yeah, or the guy from Accepted. I like yeah. those movies. Or the guy from I like those movies too, but he's yeah. not my the favorite. The guy from person Dodgeball. Now. Or the guy from, well, I don't know. He was I better. See, he was cool in Dodgeball. He was a little better in Dodgeball. But still, because he still was, that, like, really vulnerable, like, lame, quote-unquote, uh, type of character. Yeah, he could definitely, yeah, he could definitely get out of his box and yeah. be a super gay porn star, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, but man. He was so in, funny in that what movie. was one of, his, one of his first movies was uh, Jeepers Creepers. Oh, yeah, that movie yeah. fucking... I never saw that movie. I was a kid. They, yeah. oh, dude, I fucking hate... That movie scared the shit out of me. I think that's, that's I didn't like one of the first times the I uh, remember... One of the earliest movies I remember seeing, uh, Justin Logan. You know, the one movie... I can't. It's dumb now. I watch it now. The remake of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I saw like I saw the Halloween with my, with my sister. sister. Like, the, like, we moved into a new house, like, right before that. So, like... Scared the fuck out of me. Like I was like sleeping like on the floor in my new room with like a mattress on the floor, and like the closet was open. And I was like, "Fuck, I can't fucking sleep." And like I had to go close the door and turn the light on. And I was like, "Now the movie's just dumb to me." Now I watch it. Oh, I wasn't even scared. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a kind of a wimp when it came to horror films and stuff like that, but I still don't like creepy dolls. I slowly kind of dolls. got over Dude, it. I can't do creepy dolls. Creepy. Dolls. I'm gonna. You know, oh, my like grandma it. used to have them like in the top, like when you see oh, yeah. house, you'd see it in, like a top Fuck closet. That. Like if you let the, they'd like if you let the closet door open just enough, you'd see like this fucking porcelain nope. doll face. Yeah, nope, I'd be done. Like, I'd be like, not like, gonna do this. Your today. eyes adjust to the dark. I'm not like, Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to move. If I move, it knows I'm awake and it's gonna come get me. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna eat me. And she would love to make us watch movies. She would make us watch Chucky and like Poltergeist and The nope. Exorcist, like the nope. scariest she would movies love nope. to make nope. you watch nope. them. All of our cousins, we would all stay over and then like they would just put on these creepy fucking movies. Do you remember? Goosebumps, Night of the Living Dummy. Yeah, man. I feel like I feel like sequels remember. to that shit. Yeah, they did a couple. Creep my shit out. Did not like that. You didn't like I still that read movie. them, but those were the ones I really didn't like. Well, I liked them. They were effective. They got me scared, but don't dig them. The book, um, the short story within a book by Stephen King, 1408, terrified me. I couldn't. I was, they did a movie. They did right? a movie. That it, was, it, wasn't a, it wasn't really as scary. That's I mean, the one where he can't. 
get like, out of yeah, this. This is only John Cusack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's it what's the bit with it? He can't it's get out. It's an evil of fucking it. room. It's an evil to, room. To quote Samuel L. Jackson, I didn't say it was haunted. I said it was an evil fucking room. Right. It's an evil fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> but that book, if you try to read the little short story, it's probably 60 pages. I was scared to like turn the page and like read the next. It was it terrified me. Oh really? Yeah. Well, and then you read the what, beginning what, what of the book. What was terrifying about it? Versus um, say the movie. Is it just because the images you created? The images. In your head? Well, a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it was that, and a lot of it was um, the idea of like a hotel room. I he'll, he'll like go, he goes into it in the book because it's a collection of short stories called right. Everything Is Eventual. But um, the idea that hotel rooms try to try to lull, lull, lull you into this false sense of security, like you're at home. They all look the same. They all have the same shitty paintings, the same lamp, same nightstand, same bed thing. So you feel like you're at home the whole time, and then suddenly you realize, oh, I'm not. I'm not safe here. And that was just that whole idea. Like, I've always been kind of creeped out of hotel rooms. You've got, like, long hallways with people that you don't know on every side of you. And just, yeah. I don't know. It was creepy. No, I get you. And he said um, his goal for the book was just he wrote a collection of short stories because everyone's scared of different things, you know. And so you know, he was—he was hoping that every every short story that, that some, everyone who read that something would scare them, and that was the one thing in that that was just like, God damn it, I fucking am terrified. And I'm—I'm I'm kind of curious to read it again now, see if I feel the same way. Hmm. I don't want to read it. I feel like <laughs> I'll get terrified at something. And like, nope, nope. D Rod's demon Japanese demon picture kind of put me uneasy yesterday. That sounds yeah, that cool. I tried to watch. Uh, D Rod recommended a movie called Dororo. 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 Yeah. It means um, small monster. Dororo means small Apparently. monster. According yeah, so to the movie. Uh, yeah, in yeah. the movie it does. What's oh is that the one you were telling me about with the um the, the demons the, 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 the demons the forty eight demons it's all about Japanese he, demons he the father it's all about changes the. His son? Is that the one? Yeah, with the limbs, missing body. limbs He's or something? Like, you guys get my, my body and give me the power to take over the world. And they're like, deal. <laughs> yeah. And that's right. So. Oh, man, that's so nuts at the that scene where the uh, the guy, he's dealing with the, the demons. And then he hears this noise behind him. So he slices oh, it with his like sword. Rat. And it's just this rat. And he cuts, this, he cuts this rat in half. And the rat slowly like looks at him. And it's like... We want your son. <laughs> like it's a demon yeah, rat that's demon like rat. dealing with him, and it's oh, like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a pretty nutty movie, but it's really good. That rat totally looks like Master Splinter too, like the same like animatronics technology. I, know, I mean, I know, I don't, I know you haven't finished the movie, but there's a scene in it but later where they show. Is this live action? Yeah, it's li- yeah, it's a live I action. Oh, I, anime. Did, I, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I went. I was looking on Netflix. <laughs> I was looking through anime. I was like, this movie doesn't exist. And yeah, it's, it's a live action movie. Oh shit! I did not realize that. Yeah. I thought the whole time I'm thinking it's this mm-hmm. an, this anime just like doodles and shit. Doodle, uh, doodles, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking uh, anime fucking doodles. doodles. <laughs> fucking, fucking I like doodles. how you reduce all of anime to doodles. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I always call drawings doodles. I don't know why. Uh, those but little doodles you watch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to sound so condescending. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these Brian O'Malley doodles are pretty good. Yeah, man, those Brian Lee O'Malley doodles. But the, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't. I mean, that's I call them doodles, but I don't mean to sound condescending when I. But they're not say doodles. That. Doodles are an actual thing. Doodles are when I draw trees and mermaids. I don't really care. I just I call them doodles. <laughs> I understand that doodles everyone's got the their own reason and their own definition behind doodle. There Mine isn't is an own definition. There is one definition. <laughs> for right. I, I mean, I'm just. I don't care. 
I'm still yeah, gonna use it. To, uh, <laughs> I'm still gonna use it in the context that I use it in. Man, you're so cool and hip, Hansel. I'm not trying to sound cool really and hip. Really I'm nice. just I doing. You are, I don't give a shit though, because it's already in my. It's. I'm like. It's because you're so cool and hip. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Totally. It is. You, you see what I'm looking at in the book? Um, in the book, when uh, Gideon kills him, and he's like, "Oh, he's dead," and then there's like three blank white pages, which oh, I love, yeah. like in the middle of the book. It's awesome. And then he wakes oh, yeah. up, and, and then it slowly, like yeah. the the panels slowly fade in. Yeah, that is a cool that effect. One cactus, <laughs> like he's in Arizona. Oh yeah, that one cactus in the background. I love how they they did that perfectly it's in the like, movie. This sucks. This <laughs> <It> sucks. sucks. <laughs> He has to say it over a period of time. It's such a... The last book is so much better drawn. Oh, it's so good. But I don't think it's better drawn. I think that he just allowed... I still don't like that gigantic it. demon what? that Gideon becomes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's totally badass. It's totally Japanese anime. Like, Yeah, I think it's perfect. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just With all the huge muscles and stuff. Oh, yeah, totally The badass. rippling pecs. Yeah, well, this... Uh. He, he has, has like six four muscles. Pecs. He has three muscles busting out of his pecs with that Super Saiyan three hair. Yeah, man. See, whoever inked this the the sixth one did a really good job. They provided like a ton of depth to it, and I love the way it's inked. I love how they do the stippling versus the uh, cross hatching. It um. What's stippling? Explain stippling. Stippling is when it's the dots. See how the dots that that create the. Uh, oh yeah, the I totally see that. Versus, like, cross-hatching is when it's, like, the straight lines. That's kind of my style is cross-hatching. It's, it's a lot faster. Stippling is more done when in print nowadays. But uh, it, look, it, like, it adds a lot to the books, and it creates a whole, like, dramatic lighting effect and stuff. It's really nice. It's a lot softer than cross-hatching. This is crazy. When they go, they go into his head, and look at, the, look at his suit he's wearing. That's a crazy effect on the suit. Oh, and yeah. They, Scott like, has it, too. They like layered a uh, a texture over the entire drawing, and then kind of just like faded it, op- <laughs> opacity. I like this quote on the quote on the back of the book six Around from uh, from Joss Whedon. Everyone knows Joss Whedon. He just did a he just the directed Avengers. the Avengers. Yeah. yeah, Scott Pilgrim is the best book ever. It is the chronicle of our time with kung fu. So yeah, perfect. Yep. <laughs> what a so guy. yeah, perfect. What yeah, cool Joss Whedon is a uh, is a pretty no well known. Uh, Writer. Writer. Well, I mean, like, also just, like, pop culturalist. He knows Buffy. pop culture. He's into oh, pop culture. Right, he right. creates uh, pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, his, uh, his fan base is very pop culture-centric. Mm-hmm. 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 Indeed. So, it seemed, uh, I don't know, I liked our conversation a little better when it got off track. It seems kind of hard to... To stay on to one topic, this might be a hard thing to do in the future. Yeah, yeah, it seems more. I don't know. We talked a lot. It's a about, challenge. Yeah, we talked a lot about it. it kind of, kind of got. It. I don't know how, how long. A little bit. It wasn't too bad. How long do the conversations that we normally have about stuff go on for? Like Scott Pilgrim Probably and stuff. Like on like one twenty topic? minutes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, we made it what thirty-five. Nah, it's about uh, fifty I remember, minutes. I, yeah. I don't know how long the tangent went off for, but. I like the Not tangents. too long. I don't know. Me, personally, I love tangents. Yeah. Let's get to roping back in, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was just a theme show because we both... Just we like Scott Pilgrim ropes people back in. Ah. <laughs> nice. No? All right, bad. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, this, no, this was just a theme show because you had just finished reading Oh, yeah, dude. Books, I definitely want to so. do it again. I think... And I mean, Hansel had just, had just gotten into the man, movies. I'll um, tell you, when, when I was deployed, I watched stuff. it like four times. 
or five. Actually, I really don't know how many times That's I watched that it. Many times, um, I think yeah. I watched it five times the the week we moved into the house. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I just I watched. I don't it know every why. Day. And then I made one of my uh, my buddy. I made my buddy uh, Sergeant Wally watch it, and he didn't want to because he wasn't a, a big fan of uh, Michael Sarah. And uh, but we had watched. He he would come over on Sundays and he watched uh, to my office when I say come over. Um, we watched uh, Tombstone. Tombstone. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. And I was like, all right, man. I seriously want to watch Scott Pilgrim again. He's like, all right, fine. We'll watch it. And he actually kind of enjoyed it from what I remember. He wasn't like as excited about it like I was or like we are. But he was like, hey, you know, it wasn't bad for Michael Sarah. I like Michael Sarah. He doesn't. I like him I, especially. He's in definitely Scott been typecast, but fuck it. Like, he does it right. Like, I don't think I've seen him in a movie I don't like it in. I didn't mm. like Nick and Nora. I love Nick and Nora. I hear that it has a cult following, and I don't believe it. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that cult following. <laughs> Are you going to drink the juice? Don't drink don't the uh, juice. Oh, don't I like it. The, don't drink the hipster juice from Nick and Nora. I don't know what it's else. It's total hipster juice, right? Yeah, there's some hipster juice. But I just, I just like the idea of uh, having a. Uh, like a, a band that you want to go see, like even like a local band that you want to go see that does secret shows or just super secret. The secret, the secrets Coach. is kind of dumb, but I just love the uh, the bait and switch where like the Randy band shows up. He's like, oh, "Are you Randy?" And they're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and then one guy takes his shirt off and starts dancing. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That show was that show was funny. I like that movie. I think I only watched it once. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Youth in Revolt. I never saw it. Oh, I never saw Youth and Revolt either. Hey, y'all should watch either. Youth and Revolt. Either. Rent. Either. Stream it online somewhere. I don't know. The girl from Nick and Nora's uh, Infinite Playlist was the girl, Kat. the assistant in uh, Thor. Yeah, Cat. Cat. Right? Uh, oh yeah, but she Kat sucks Denning. in every other role she does. I feel like you know she, she you know cracked what, me up in Thor. You know my favorite. Mm. You know, my favorite thing she did was was when. Uh, those nude pictures of her got released on the internet. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite things. Like that, that scene of the Nick and Nora's where they're like, you need a different bra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They give her different stuff. Because she has a huge rack, yeah. if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, she has I love when they go to the back of the rack. van and they're like, are y'all drinking? He's like, no. He's like, we're having a search party. <laughs> like, so we got a drink because we're having a search party. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Ethan Revolt, yeah, y'all should watch that. That movie's probably one of his best ones. Really? Uh, was yeah. it because I don't know he does why the I didn't two watch characters? It. He does the two characters. He makes me want to smoke cigarettes because he looks so fucking cool doing it. <laughs> with his tiny mustache? Yeah, with his tiny little French mustache. Yeah, I, I will have to see that movie. He's like, shut up, you fucking pussy. Right? He's, like, he's just talking shit to himself. He's like, I don't know, you gotta, you gotta watch that movie. Nice. Yeah. Alright, well, I guess tonight we're gonna call it a night. Okay. So Wait, I want to do a test though. I want to do. I want. It's like a testing two different things at once. Already. Uh huh. He hasn't told us about this. He's Listen, I just. I came up with it. You can. You can. You know. Edit this out. Obviously. I'm not going to. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna. All you people listening, if you like the the, uh, the theme shows, comment on our iTunes podcast page. Let us know. Yeah. If you don't like it, let us know. But be nice. Theme shows versus just random well, tangents and chit chat. I love the I love All the right. random tangents mm-hmm. myself. But I also really enjoy these. I think they're the challenge, and I think it's fun. And yeah. Topical. Segmented. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely 
and and if you do like them, we'll definitely try and become more uh, more focused when we do them. We will tr- we'll try our hardest not to go <laughs> off on on tangents on tangents and stuff, but we can't really promise much because we are, you know. Usually, it's usually pretty late when we record these, and sometimes <laughs> we drink beforehand. <laughs> I worked out, but yeah, totally. sometimes ooh, only ooh. sometimes, not well, every super time. Super exhausting. But it's twelve forty-five. Dude, is it really twelve forty-five? Forty-four. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have work tomorrow? I do. Damn, that sucks. Oh yeah, you do too, huh? Yeah, I do too. Damn. Don't you also? I don't. No, uh, tomorrow Sunday. It's my only day off. Only day off of the week. Wait, I want to be on. You work every other day of the week. Yeah, I work Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday morning, Sunday off. Unless it's after my reserve weekend. And I usually try to get that Monday off. Truck, 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 people pass the mansions by.